Blog Talk Radio. Does anyone remember May the 4th be with you? If you remember what that's about, give us a call at 516-531-9990. On today's show, the former president, God, I hate saying his name, but Donald John Trump, his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani's office and home were raided by the FBI at 6 a.m. last week. Let me just tell you, that's not a normal time that the FBI issues warrants if they're not worried about the person they're going after trying to destroy evidence. So does that mean that they don't trust the person that actually used to run that office? Well, we're going to find out. Also, the, you know, the former president, once again, he just cannot seem to get out of the news. But guess what? He had a, you know, he no longer has access to the uh, social media with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all the social media. Well, today or yesterday, Facebook Board of Directors, their advisory committee, had a meeting. Did they uphold Mark Zuckerberg's uh, decision to suspend? indefinitely the former president of the United States. We're going to tell you on this show. Also, remember the gentleman that that put his neck on, and I say gentleman in very, very um, easy terms because he's actually a racist, homophobic pig that used to be an officer of the law. However, he held his knee on George Floyd's neck almost 10 minutes there are there are rumors going around he is going to appeal his murder conviction based off of Maxine Waters making a statement or Black Lives Matter do you think that that's going to fly because I sure don't also in some good news you know I said may the fourth be with you what does that mean Well, we're going to tell you what that means. And uh, if you are a Star Trek fan, then you might be happy about that. Also, in Texas, I cannot believe Texas, the the, uh, legislation has passed a bill tentatively to give us the right to open carry a weapon in the street. Haven't these guys learned? Give me a break. So, do you think that's enough? By the way, 
we have a brand new artist showcase and a song pick of the week. And the artist is someone you definitely know. He was a young guy when he was first came on the scene. We'll explain that a little bit later. And then the song pick of the week is by an amazing and brilliant artist that's won on her first record every single award you could win. So what does she do to stand out? We're going to tell you as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. John, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's actually been an amazing day for me. I want to share some news with everybody around America and around the world. If you are having trouble collecting unemployment, which you are duly owed based off of the 1.9 trillion package, then get ready because you're going to run into some obstacles in dealing with the Texas Workforce Commission is someone decided in the Senate to put in a clause where every American has to be verified by something called uh, ID.me. And it is a pain in the ass. So let me tell you, I have been dealing with these people for the last four weeks when they asked me to verify my identity, them not giving me any reason I spent 27 hours and four weeks on the phone with the TWC as I did some research and found out only 7% of their phone calls are actually being answered, which is a complete disgrace. I call for the resignation of the TWC commissioner, and I do know I have friends in high places, so we'll see what's going on with that. However, after all that time, this morning I wake up, and everything is fine on my account because I took it into my own and I li- listened to my gut and I went and re-verified my ID and I got my money. So anybody else that's having trouble and the TWC is not communicating with you, it's because your ID has not been verified. So make sure 
that you may, that your ID is verified. And all you do is go to ID.me and follow the directions. Have you heard anything about that? Not really. Um, uh, I, I'm aware that there are issues with um, unemployment claims in Texas and around the country, actually, um, related to uh, both COVID and the uh, issues with Republican governance, gover govern governors failing at governance and um, re regularly making it far more challenging than it needs to be to obtain public benefits because of a fear of claimed fraud. But no, I don't know anything about these detailed uh, uh, issues with verifying your identification. Well, see, that's what I'm here for because I'm showing you that <laughs> in watching <laughs> – and watching you and watching all the research, you know, people are being referred to. I was actually told to go and get on food stamps or go to a food pantry if I could not survive off of what they were telling me. And what they were telling me is that they were going to be eight to nine weeks before they would get to my claim. And mm. so, you know me, I said, well, I guess I'm going to call Joe's office. And she said, what? I guess I, I guess I'm going to call Joe's office. I happen to know him. I got to talk to him before he was sworn in as president of the United States. She said, are you talking about Joe Biden? I said, that would be the one. And I said, I've documented all of this for the last two weeks. I mean, four weeks, all my holds and every ID number that I have, which is over 19 different ID numbers in four weeks and sitting on hold as long as four and a half hours. Unacceptable. And so mm -hmm. just once I said that, all of a sudden, here bees my money coming to me. <laughs> so anyway, if you're having trouble with the CWC, that's a little snippet. If you'd like to email me at allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com, I'll be glad to try to help you because it is a very frustrating situation to try to have to deal with people that just flat out, they, they don't care. And then the TWC, you're actually, it took me 17 times calling in to actually find out, I'm really not dealing with the TWC, I'm dealing with an independent contractor. So I asked them, do you guys need some help? I'll put a, a, a help wanted sign out there because somebody needs to be helping people. And they laughed at me. He believed that almost. They actually had the audacity to laugh at me. Well, that was kind of funny, John. So, I mean, yes. <laughs> we're not I know, laughing at you. We're I'm, laughing with I know, you. I know where you live. <laughs> Just well, to be clear, hey, that's up. ridiculous. And. The, look, the, the, the state government of the state of Texas and similar to the state government of the state of Florida and certain other Republican-controlled states has for years and years made it increasingly more difficult for uh, its citizens to apply for federal benefits. So the state government is making it harder for its citizens to apply for benefits that the state isn't even paying for out of some alleged fear of fraud, but what's really going on is they don't like it 
when uh, people get handouts from the government. And so what you're experiencing uh, like with because they didn't come up with it. If Donald Trump told them to do it, they would get on their knees mm-hmm. and say, how high would you like me to jump from being on my knees? I mean, these are the biggest cowards I've ever dealt with. I have lost all respect for the Republican okay. Party. They are no, the I'm party of liars. Post it to the door. I agree. Close I mean, the they're, door they're, they're liars. And they're, that Hunter? They're, sorry. No, for Hunter Nunn in the background is what that is. Um, Tell him to jump on but, the phone and uh, give us his opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hunter Nunn's going to that uh, state of Florida that we were talking about. Um, ah. But, uh, so he is not available. Telling congratulations mm-hmm. on what he did months ago that I don't want to say on the radio unless I get a free yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, Copperhead's going to join us here in a minute, guys. Um, we have been – we have a new segment that is really doing very well. Everybody that's just joining us, if you'd like to join the show and you're brave enough to actually ask almost and I a question, 516-513. That's not right. 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990. Hit one if you'd like to be part of the show or just listen to the show by not hitting one, and that's fine. We are, the only, we are one of the only radio shows that actually lets you listen to our entire show live the entire show, which I think is a pretty cool thing. I think our show is pretty cool. What do you think, almost? I think our show is pretty cool, too, and I like the idea of having it be live and off the top of our head and having responses to callers in a, you know, on the, on the fly like that. Absolutely, and we are going to get more and more of that, just so you know, because you and I have not been able to talk, so you're going to get mm-hmm. this from, like, everybody gets it on the air. First of all, okay. go back to all, all You Need to Know Radio Investigates. We have three investigations going on. How far is the Internal Revenue Service behind in processing tax returns? Last time we checked, it was 7 billion tax returns, and they're not answering their phones. Only 2% of the time is what we're finding out. The other thing is there is a show on Netflix called Cheer, and the the star of the show is a former coach because he's now been fired and arrested. He was, his name is Jeremy Harris, and it's called Cheer on Netflix. And what he would do was seduce boys. It's disgusting. I really don't want to go any further than that. And I really wish I didn't even have to talk about this. But being in the cheerleading industry myself in the past years, I feel like I need to make sure that people don't forget about this. And since Netflix, you know, this multi-billion dollar corporation, doesn't want to do the right thing and take this trash off the air. I have no choice. The third thing is what Copperhead has been working on. And let me tell you something. Almost, I am shocked at the things that he has been able to bring up. So um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But he wants to jump in with us about Rudy Giuliani and stuff like that. But with Wayfair, (laughs) we also also have contacted, which to my – very much sadness that we are being ignored by the original American idol, Kelly Clarkson herself, who now has a television show 
a uh, spot on NBC, The Voices, and millions of records sold. And of course, the first American Idol, as I said before. And I'm not sure how much Wayfair paid her, but she's representing what I believe to be a company that is violating federal and state laws, the Consumer Protection Act, and so many more. Um, Fair Debt Collect, not Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, but you know what I'm talking about. We'll talk about that in a minute. But to my dismay, she's not responding to us. So I've contacted New York. I've contacted um, The Voice. I contacted her social media. I know when people look at their social media, so I know that she's seen it. So we're going to track down Miss Kelly Clarkson. She's got a song out there called Miss Independent. I don't know about that. Not by the way she's acting right now. So let's get to our top story and let's bring Copperhead aboard. Rudy Giuliani's office was raided at 6 a.m. by the FBI. What does this mean for Trump? The FBI does not normally raid offices of an attorney of record of a client. Not at 6 a.m. for sure. The only thing missing was the no-knock warrant, and they took every one of his devices. They took all, like four phones, all his computers, everything they could carry mm-hmm. out of there. Almost tell America and around the world how really bad this is for Donald Trump. It's very, very bad for everyone in, his, in Rudy Giuliani's orbit, including Donald Trump, although I remain skeptical that Donald Trump will personally be held accountable. That said, um, I do think that what happened is a major development. Um, the, and in addition to the, the 6 a.m. raid of his Madison Avenue apartment, they also raided his lower Manhattan office. Um, they also, as you stated, took his electronic devices, which I understand amounted to multiple cell phones and multiple computers. It wasn't just one device. My understanding is that they were invest or continue to investigate the um, mission building, right? that Donald Trump that Donald Trump sent um, uh, Giuliani and others on to the Ukraine to attempt to gin up a scandal vis-a-vis Hunter Biden. Um, and another attorney that was associated, and this was in the news, but it wasn't nearly as big of a news story, uh, Victoria Tunsig, who's another attorney who um, was involved in, these, in, in that mission, um, also had her home raided and her devices uh, taken by the FBI. Now, the FBI doesn't do that for somebody like an attorney to the president or really to anyone. Um, they're supposed to not do it unless they have probable cause to believe that a crime was committed. And so a judge – and you better believe that they did everything by the book on this – a judge, probably a federal judge – in fact, I believe it has to be a federal judge um, – signed a, signed a warrant that indicates that the judge believes – that the state, that the federal government, the FBI, has probable cause that both Giuliani and Townsick, two attorneys for the president, committed a crime. It 
it, it may be multiple crimes, but they have to have probable cause that they committed at least one crime in order for that warrant to issue. And so the, what's the upshot? What, what does that mean? That, that means that somewhere down the line, it is likely that both of these lawyers are going to be indicted. Uh, charged with a federal crime um, because it's the FBI who's doing this. It's a federal, fed, it's a federal crime. So, and it's and it's probably a serious crime, some sort of a felony, um, because they don't typically do things like raid people's houses uh, for something like obstruction of justice. Um, I suspect it's more along the lines of conspiracies to defraud the United States, but I clearly. That's speculation. I don't actually have that knowledge. Um, the, the reason I've actually that's so heard important. Money, money laundering, too. I've heard it's money laundering, and, too. And that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. Bank fraud, wire fraud, that kind of thing doesn't surprise me at all. And it, it, it's, it's pretty likely that that's what – that something along those lines, including conspiracy to defraud the United States, is the reason why the um, – Raid occurred, and I want your listeners to understand that this is a very, very serious thing that would not have occurred if there was not real evidence that these lawyers committed crimes or likely committed crimes. Right, so almost hold that right there because it is important, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we want to make sure that our listeners understand. We need to take a quick break with what that music means. Copperhead, you also hold. Of course. Remember, our show tonight is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. You can reach them at 469-399-6390. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio, and you get 50% off their debt settlement services. Also, if you'd like to join the show live and be part of our amazing world, even for just about 45 minutes, call 516-531-9990. If you are a Trump supporter, I dare you. This is a safe space for you. We just want to know what you think. Also, when we're going to come back, we want to know what Almost thinks about Caitlyn Jenner throwing her hat into the ring for the governor of California. That's going to be a trip. It would be my pleasure. (laughs) So don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. We believe you should get more. That's why we merged with Sprint. Now it's about to get even better. And as we work to integrate Sprint's network, Our nationwide 5G keeps getting stronger, with the capacity and coverage to reach more people and places across the country. Who says you can't have it all? Now is the time for 5G. Now is the time to join T-Mobile. Less than two years ago, mortgage rates were between 5.5% and 6%. Do you know right now mortgage rates are nearly half of that? You can call TexasFunding.com and may be able to drop your mortgage rate in half. Call 972-387-4600 or go online and apply with TexasFunding.com. If you save just 1% on a $240,000 mortgage loan, you may save up to $200 every month in interest. Apply that savings towards your mortgage. Pay it off faster. Call TexasFunding.com today, 972-387-4600. We won the Consumer's Choice Award for the last 13 years. Call right now 
talk with a live person for a free quote. 972-387-4600, texaslending.com. That smells really good. It smells like my guy's cologne. Okay. It smells really one? good, yeah. Smells really really good. sexy. Oh, that smells really good. I would use it, but like, if a guy smelled like that too, I'd be like, oh, I would use this on myself. <laughs> Most name brand bars and body washes you rub on your skin are classified by the FDA as synthetic detergent. <sighs> Not even real soap. Stop marinating your man meat and unholy ingredients that are harmful to your well-being, body, and sperm count. Start treating your body to the natural, nourishing, lathery goodness of Dr. Squatch Soap. Get ready to step out of the shower feeling alive. I'm talking about natural, nourishing, cold-pressed, hand-cut soap for men. everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio once again thank you for joining us on this incredible thursday evening may 6 2021 and uh, it's not raining or anything it's beautiful here at the studios of all you need to know radio and um make sure you follow us on all of our social media we're about to hit 300,000 people on uh instagram alone Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, um, I hate to say this, but TikTok. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. I'm not even going to tell you the address. You have to be smart to find it. I'm going to pull a Taylor Swift. I'll give you a clue. John, and then maybe another name that I'm known for on the air. But besides that, I'm not going to tell you what that is. But Tumblr, uh, Telegraph. I mean, you name it, we're on it. And so welcome back to the show. Remember, the show is brought to you by American Wealth USA Group. And you can reach them at 469-399-6390. They probably have an answering service there, so make sure you leave all your contact information. But most importantly, tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio. So welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, and let's welcome back Almost. Say hello to America and around the world, Almost. Hello. And now we also have Copperhead, our special consumer investigative reporter. Say hello to everybody in America and around the world, Copperhead. Hello to everyone in America and around the world. There we go. Almost. So what kind of trouble could Trump be in since the uh, raid at 6 a.m. in a New York and did you notice what was so funny? I don't know if you noticed the raid. It's where, it's where mm. Will and Grace is filmed in New York. It showed the building <laughs> so clearly. I did clear. not know that. I did not really know that. <laughs> Only I would notice that, right? <laughs> well, it's kind of right up your alley. Come on top of that, right? Um, I, I have a question. Is What do you think the most incriminating evidence is going to come from, the phones, the computers, or the sweat-covered napkins that he keeps his notes on? <laughs> I, I, I get that that's a joke, but the real answer is the phones. Well, I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling the communications between the phones are going to tell a story that we haven't heard yet. 
and, and, you know, I'm very, very interested in continued investigation of the conspiracy to defraud the United States. Um, is if, that if you he's recall, representing, he's representing, like, saying he's representing Trump, but he's not a registered person to do that? Um, uh, not really. That's part of it. But the real, the real conspiracy is it's the Mueller conspiracy. It's it's the Russian government and certain wealthy oligarchs um, being Oligarch. in control or or having having serious. Um, compromising information on the president of the United States and many other people in his party. Um, another kind of, I think it's it, it, in the news, it was not reported as related, but I actually kind of think it is related is the major rebuke um, for, for the, the uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Barr received from judge Amy, German, Amy Berman Jackson out of the deep, Circuit Court. So there was um, this that is a was complicated funny. issue, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to go into <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into too much legal detail because there's a lot to unpack. It's a very complicated right. thing, but but please understand that I have actually read the decision, the 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 the, the ruling of the court by by Judge Berman Jackson, um, and it. Without actually saying it, it was the clear opinion of Judge Jackson that Bill Barr, the former Attorney General of the United States, obstructed justice and lied to the court uh, about the Mueller report. And the, the underlying allegation of the Mueller report is – incredibly interesting to me. I want to know the real details, not kind of, sort of, well, we think, but the real, real details of how the Russian government and the Trump administration talked to each other and, and did business together, and the why, the underlying why, why did Trump agree. I want to know what actually happened. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't care about obstruction of justice. I care about America. And I have one more push you know, towards that too. Is go I ahead. The communications. I want to know communications that Giuliani had shared with Proud Boys and other entities that stormed the Capitol this year. That that would right. be right. And so and that's, that, a, that's a that's a different issue, actually. I mean, I agree right, that that's a. I'm, I'm very interested because it, it, they're they're related issues, right? Because one of them's the conspiracy to defraud the United States, and the other one is um, the conspiracy to um, disclaim the validity of the Janu of the November twentieth, twenty twenty election. They're they're both and major conspiracies. Exactly, and they're, and they're a lot of the same players, a lot of the same players. But, um, you know, the, they're, they're both very interesting, and the fact that we're having Garland's Justice Department appears to be actually moving forward with that type of an investigation, I, 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 hope, I hope that something actually comes of it and the American people can learn the truth. Well, it's so apropos that the Garland attorney, the U.S. Attorney General, is Garland, <laughs> Merrick Garland, and he is going to be the I one agree. that probably nails Trump. But the thing is, is that 
with uh, the reading from the judge, why does the judge not refer him to the justice, to the Judiciary Committee to so he can lose his law license? Right. So uh, the, the actual um, good question. So the, the, the first the, there are two separate issues here. Um, lying to the court. Um, the Department of Justice itself lied to the court. It, it, uh, that's what it appears that that's what Judge Berman Jackson's opinion said. And it's got a bunch of redactions and it's hard to be, it's hard to, but you could kind of read between the lines and see that what happened is God. Okay. I'm going to get into the details because you're asking a, a tough question and I want your, your listeners to understand. <laughs> you have the floor. Um, Everybody listen closely because he doesn't do this very often. <laughs> okay. Thanks. So, what happened is there was a lawsuit by Crew, the Citizens for the Responsibility of Ethics in Washington, which is it's kind of like the ACLU. They're a they're a um, a, a liberal uh, think tank and litigation group, and your listeners should give them money if they can afford it. Crew, they're great. So what happened is after Bill Barr released the a four-page summary. There was a letter summary that Bill Barr released um, with regards to what the Mueller report's conclusions were, and it was um, very deceptive. If you remember, that's what caused everybody to say, "Oh, the Mueller report's nothing. There's a, uh, uh, it's a big nothing burger. There's you know no conspiracy, no collusion, blah blah blah, total exoneration." A lot of that came from. Bill Barr's dishonest um, letter regarding the, uh, the the contents of the Mueller report, and then Crew sued the Department of Justice the day after the letter was issued to ask for Freedom of Information Act documents um, to understand the decision, the governmental decision-making process underlying. Bill Barr issuing the letter, and the government, the Department of Justice and other aspects of the government, um, said, you're not entitled to this information. Uh, I'm sorry? It was under Trump's administration. It was under Trump's administration. Yes, yes, this this all happened under Trump. Yes, sir. Um, And and so uh, what happened was the other aspects of the government, the Office of Legal Counsel, and some people who typically respond to Freedom of Information Act requests uh, came back and said, you're not entitled to those documents. They're subject to attorney-client privilege because there was deliberation going on. It was, it was attorneys giving Bill Barr advice about whether or not he should make a decision to prosecute Trump for obstruction of justice. That was um, what the reason why the Department of Justice said that crew can't have access to the decision-making paperwork underlying that decision. And they thought about it in litigation, and in litigation, what during the lawsuit, the Department of Justice and a few other people in the government made misrepresentations that the letter explaining when Bill Barr would or would not make a decision to prosecute Donald Trump was actually drafted after 
Bill Barr issued the letter to Congress that said, I've made the decision not to prosecute Donald Trump. So now, <laughs> that was a Congress almost not just a letter. He held a news conference. Yes, he did. Exactly. And so that's the whole point. He said that, well, the, the news conference actually happened after the letter. It all happened in one day, which is why it was a little bit complicated. But um, in, it, basically they released a letter stating that they wouldn't uh, pursue Donald Trump for obstruction of justice. And then um, a few hours later, um, they finished the office, the internal memorandum with the Office of Legal Counsel to Bill Barr explaining why he shouldn't um, pursue obstruction of justice charges. And the judge was at crew did amazing work by digging into the metadata of emails and uh, kind of reconstructing um, the contents of those uh, uh, communications without having the actual attachments to the communications. They played detective. Um, and then um, the judge basically excoriated Bill Barr and the Department of Justice for being inaccurate in their representations to the court. It was, it's, that's a lot of words. I just said a really, really complicated explanation of. I got a it. federal judge they lied. caught Bill Barr lying. Yes, they lied. They, they, they lied multiple times, and it, 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 they, they were saying that they were thinking about whether or not to prosecute Donald Trump, but they had already made the decision to do it, not to do it. That sounds like obstruction so, of justice to me. Well, it's it, it's it's sanctionable, and so the reason I went into that whole spiel is because you asked me the question: Why doesn't she refer? Why doesn't she refer her to, to refer them to the DA? And the answer is she probably could, but what is more likely to happen is some form of sanction, and. I don't know precisely what that sanction is, but um, the the proper party to um, take light, take action against Bill Barr's licensure, or some of these other lawyers. There's a lawyer named like Ed O'Callaghan, um, uh, a couple of other assistant attorney generals who were complicit. You know, for for the for there to be action against those lawyers' licenses, that has to come from the state bar from the states where they're licensed in. So like Bill Barr, for example, is uh, licensed in, to practice law in Virginia and D.C. So, you know, in, the in Virginia, also, in I, I'm not 100% certain, and I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to, I'm not 100% sure. But um, the okay. D.C. bar could, in theory, um, you know, Bring him up for a disciplinary hearing for making a mis, you know, a false statement of material fact to a uh, federal judge under 3.03 of the model rules of professional responsibility. You're not allowed to lie to a judge. I mean, I think most people knew that, but it's like well codified in lawyers' ethics. It's one of the few things that you you could really get in trouble for. Uh, you got any questions, the Copperhead? No, I think I love story time with Almos. <laughs> Me too, buddy. <laughs> no, no, but he does not so like to go into those kind of uh, details. <laughs> so thank you for that, Almos. We appreciate it. But you're welcome. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Simplify it is he lied. 
Yes, yes. Not just, but it's not just him because if it was one person, it wouldn't be as quite as shocking. It was a whole group of attorney of attorney general, deputy attorney general, assistant attorney general. There was, I think, four or five lawyers involved in the drafting of these documents, and it was the same people were drafting both documents, and they told the judge the reason the crew couldn't have one is because. They, it was a decision-making thing. I mean, it's it's just a lie, and it, it was, and and it's you know, it's it's always sad when it's coming from inside the government when there's four or five people making doing obvious unethical misconduct, and I mean, we pay those people salaries. Right. How much do you think the Attorney General of the United States makes? Just ballpark it, if you have any idea. I don't know. I guess he's a pretty high up, something like a G2 or G3. I mean, maybe um, 200K, 250K, maybe more annually. Yeah, because the president makes like six, I think, 600,000 a year, I think. Okay, so I thought let's it was 400, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so real quick. It's more than we make. Well, I believe you, so we'll check the facts, and we'll make sure that gets reported correctly. Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Um, these are a TikTok, few of my favorite things. Snapchat. These are a few of my favorite social media sites that shut Donald Trump down and probably yep. made sure that he, that the Republicans lost the election. Because if not, Donald Trump would have been on there bashing and lying and lying and lying and still lies. So here's my – I have a question for you before I get to that Sure. Part. He is still lying, and so are the Republicans – about the results of the election. Can mm-hmm. the Dominic Voting Company come after the senators, or are they protected by immunity? That's a good question. So there's something called the speech and debate clause, um, and that's part of the United States Constitution, and the speech and debate clause prevents uh, civil liability. So you can't, be, you can't win a lawsuit against a House member or a senator for something they said that you allege is defamatory um, on the floor of the House or the Senate, okay? So that's – it's in the Constitution. It's, I think it's good policy. Um, and so for something that they say on the floor of the House or the Senate, absolutely immune, in my opinion, based on my understanding of constitutional law. Um, I think – and this is a bit of a tricky area because it's the intersection of free speech versus slander versus public figure. Um, but I, I do think that they, in theory, could be sued for defamation, for, for slander, um, or potentially for libel for things that they do in the media. So if they do like an op-ed or a Sunday morning talk show and they lie – um, then I, I believe that uh, they could still be sued by Dominion Voting Systems. One of the issues is I don't – yeah, I, I, I think that the, the – rather than the senator, I, I think that going after Giuliani and um, – what's her name? I forgot her name. Cindy Powell. The one Cindy Powell. That- she lives here in Dallas. Yeah. You mean the one that filed the answer with the court saying that no reasonable, insane person would have believed what she was saying? 
which I cannot believe yeah, a lawyer thought an answer like that. Well, it's a good defense to defamation. It just means that she's um, – I mean, if that's she true, it's a defense to defamation. It, it's just a – it makes her whole point. It, she opens her like own liability from other people. You know, because she, she, like she did defraud. Yeah. Yeah, she did. I mean, she did defraud. I, uh, from my look, that's a, a bold statement, and fraud is hard to prove. Based on my understanding of what occurred, it appears to me that she did defraud thousands and thousands of Americans into giving Millions. her money for donations. I uh, well, I, I don't know if how many, if actually a million people donated to her, but a lot of people donated to her um, and her company and her cause because of these false statements, and they were made in part for her to get money, for her to get fame. And and so Wasn't I don't necessarily think that those drug dealer that and set mess with the machines or flip the machines or something crazy like that once that, that was saying. It it was uh, Hugo Chavez and it was absolutely insane. Um Hugo Chavez is a dead uh dictator of the country of Venezuela and he's socialist and he's like a um boogeyman in certain right-wing circles. But, I mean, it, it, that was so far removed from anything that could be even close to the truth that it, it's one of the most egregious lies that was told during, as part of the big lie that um, Donald Trump won the presidential election in 2020. <laughs> it was so funded. Haven't you heard? Right. Right, I, I have heard clear. from Sidney Powell and Everybody Rudy Giuliani. Listen. Everybody listen. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is a pathological liar, and he lost the election by 8 million votes. Everybody listening? And he lost it fair and square, and he is a sore loser and a fraud of a man, and I hope he rots in jail forever for everything that he did to this country. He's responsible for almost 600,000 deaths because of the coronavirus and him acting like it didn't exist. And I'll leave that with, that's all I want. I don't want to give this guy any airtime. So let's move on real quick to the Wayfair thing, because I know you don't have much time. I'm going to throw this over to, um, to Copperhead. And thank you so much, Almost, for answering. That was incredible. And you were very detailed, and I know you don't like to do that. So that's hats off to you, and I appreciate that. So all you need oh, to you're radio welcome. I like to report the accurate facts. It is hard Please, to report yes. accurate facts. Yeah. yeah. You and I, we're just no good at lying. I just, my mother taught me right. Obviously, <laughs> your parents taught you right. And obviously, Donald Trump's parents dropped him on his head. So all you need to know, Radio <laughs> Investigates, a online company that sells furniture. And I'll let Copperhead take it from here. This is an open investigation. If you are one of the victims of this company, please email us at allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com. Put in the subject matter, Copperhead. Give us as much detail that you have about your experience with this awful company, which I personally believe, and this is allegedly what I, this is what I personally believe, they are violating state and federal laws from everything that I've checked on. And if you have pictures or anything, exhibits to 
uh, add to your email, please let us do that. And with that, I'm going to turn this over to our special investigator, Copperhead, and uh, almost has been uh, nice enough to join us. And guys, I'll be back. Copperhead, you have the floor. All right. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, trade in general. Um, what, what what I've seen with Wayfair was that there's been several consistencies with their company with how they deal with the transaction. And I think the biggest thing that uh, is bothering me, and this is going to be part of the legal side of it, is when is a contra- mm-hmm. when does a uh, sale become a contract? So at what point does if they take money out of a bank account or if they uh, send you confirmation? Their terms and conditions can't supersede FTC laws, right? That's a <laughs> great question, and the answer, the the very short answer is yes. You're right. A private contract cannot trump most law. There are some instances where that's not true, but for for the most part, if there is, uh, you know, a private criminal, uh, excuse me, a, a criminal law. Or, or a regulation for um, trade, uh, like a, like an occupation or a health and safety code, um, you you can't just say, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not following the law in your terms and conditions. Um, so, so then the question is, when is a contraction? When is a traction, a transaction become a contract? So, for instance, if you're in a sure. brick and mortar store, when they ring you up at the mm-hmm. register, that that's your I'm just saying that's when, you know, they're obligated to give you your change back and give you your product and move on. But without having that right. hand-to-hand, where is the electronic line? And that's a great, great question, and I think that it deserves a fact-based analysis. So let's do the, the basic law first, and then let's talk about the facts. So right. the, the, this, is, this is very, very basic law. What is a contract? A contract is offer acceptance, and a meeting of the mind. Um, So there has to be consideration, which means um, what is the contract for? So consideration could be I'll give you a candy bar, you'll give me a dollar, and both the candy bar and the dollar are the consideration. Or it could be something really complicated like, I promise not to sue you, and in exchange, um, I will uh, repair your back deck to these specifications. Um, right. And, and what, whatever is agreed upon can be the consideration, but then the question is, in the electronic context, um, when do you have an offer, and when do you have acceptance of that offer such that the contract is full and final. Um, and the, 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 I think that in the context of most online shopping, the analysis is not that challenging. It's the offer is the price that they put on their website. So in the case of Wayfair, my understanding is that they're putting misleading prices on their website, which, which we can talk about in a little bit more depth a little later, right. but um, the offer is pretty clearly when they say you can buy the couch for a hundred bucks. That's an offer. Then right. when is the acceptance of the offer? When uh, it, does it happen? And it, I, I can I think there's a couple of different arguments. I think you could say that the acceptance of the offer happens when you put the item into your shopping cart. 
I think you could also say that the acceptance of the offer happens after you check out from your shopping cart. I think you could also say that the acceptance of the offer happens when Wayfair or when the merchant receives the funds from your right. credit card or however you paid for it. And so, I think that's you know, kind of like the, the, uh-huh. I think that's as far into the transaction as I can like you can possibly go and it not be seen as a as a contract is when the money is drafted and that says to me that both parties have agreed to this because I've I've right. given you the information to take my money and then you've taken my money so that means that we apparently are in agreement on this. Right, and then they have to deliver the product. But if they come right. back and tell you later on we can't deliver the product, then in theory, based on your um, theory and legal analysis of the factual situation, they would be in breach of contract. Um, there's yeah, what, a little what, bit more what to it happen, than that. Mm-hmm. What could happen to companies that are proven that this is this is done? Right. Okay, I mean, like great you, question. What, great what question. could happen on this if it's a pattern of behavior of business? I mean, like, this is what they like, – Is this an we, FEC stepping in? Is this a – There you go. That's what my question was. Yeah, like, is so, so is that, kind of thing, that, and then yes, what should happen yes. to them? So, so here's – so here's great questions. You've asked several questions. Let me try to address each in turn. So, you know, with regards to the specific claim, okay, that's not a claim for the government to go after. So I lost my $100. Um, you need to go after – whoever lost the $100 needs to go after Wayfair or the tort feeser, uh, the person who did the wrongful act, um, the – you need to go after them on an individual basis. Um, so, you know, the government's not going to sue someone else for you, right? Right. Um, but in the, in the regulatory context where we're not talking about a specific action, but as John said, it's a pattern of practice, um, then if it's brought to the attention of the appropriate regulator and the regulator believes based upon their investigation. So what would happen is the regul- – what should happen is that the regulator does an investigation and determines upon the result – you know, after they have done their investigation that, yes, this is actually happening. You're in violation of some sort of consumer protection law for, you know, consistently offering bait and switches to your client. Um in that case, they could have all kinds of different um, enforcement actions depending on the severity and the detailed findings. Um, the enforcement actions would basically depend on which regulations or statutory laws the company was found to be in violation of. So there's going to be you know, fines attached to – most statutes that then then there's going to be right exactly and then there's also going to be regulations where the regulator is going to have certain discretion you know to fine bigger or lesser but then they probably have a maximum fine um in the statute and of course depending on almost has been on with Mm -hmm. us for almost an hour so let's get let's let him have his two-minute closing and then you can finish oh, the rest you, of the story about what you found and uh, the unbelievable response from the company in the very beginning just blew my mind. 
But we do have a happy right. ending. I don't know if you've heard about that almost, but I know that here's your two-minute nope. warning, uh, warning and uh, submission. Thank, Thank you, you very so, much. so much for giving us this time. And here we go. It's my great pleasure, and it's my great pleasure to be on here to talk about um, legal and political issues affecting Americans, both the politics stuff that we've been talking about for a year, but this consumer stuff, I really I care about it as well. And to the extent that I can help your listeners kind of navigate consumer law to make their lives better, it's my great pleasure. Um, to, 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 re, to go back to some of the political stuff, the um, big lie that the Republican Party is putting forward and that has become orthodoxy in, the, in May of 2021 in the Republican Party, that Donald Trump won the election and that uh, Joe Biden is an illegitimate president, is in fact a lie, and it is incredibly dangerous. We need to pass voting rights reform at the federal level to prevent state governments States like Texas and Florida, which are where they signed a new bill today, and Georgia and Wyoming for making it hard for the young and the poor and the brown to vote. Um, we need to have free and fair elections to prevent the rise of fascism in America. So if you care about these issues, tell your congressman, tell your senator to support HB1 and pass national voting legislation to prevent further erosion of the American dream and the American ideal. Um, everybody needs to vote and get involved, and to the extent that they can, donate money to uh, liberal causes to, to make sure that that happens. And with that, I bid you good evening and good night. Thank you so much for the time and the platform. All right, Almost, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Copperhead, we're going to take a quick break, and I mean a real quick break. And then we're going to come right back and finish our All You Need to Know Radio Investigates Wayfair. Wait till you find out what Copperhead was able to achieve. This is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, which is how this world feels right now. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Don't forget our show is sponsored by American Wealth Group USA. Go to or call 469-399-4300. Excuse me, 6390. That is 469-399-6390. Or you can find them on any social media, and they'll be able to help you. We'll be right back. Be proud of home, safe, comfort, worthy of protection. Family, home. I was deployed to Afghanistan. I was on patrol March 26, 2010. During a dismounted patrol, I happened to step in the wrong spot and took a sniper round into the chest. This is the date I was hit. I lost my legs almost immediately. I lost my left hand and both my legs above the knee. My arm was gone, so I closed my eyes, thinking to myself, if I just keep breathing, I will make it home to my wife. I just wanted to serve my country. Every day I'm still adapting to this new life. It was hard having everybody change their lifestyle to take care of me. A typical home doesn't feel like home to me. They have to carry my chair up the stairs. The hardest thing in my life is to have to call and yell for my children to help pick me off the bathroom floor. Where do you go when home isn't home anymore? This is Mark Wahlberg. There are over 1,000 families that need our help. Talented Towers is honoring those heroes that risk their lives by providing them with mortgage-free homes. Yes, I'm on the waiting list to have a home built. It's going to be amazing. This small home technology 
It makes my life a whole lot easier. And it's 100% accessible. It's built to fit my needs. For me to gain independence again would be just amazing. To be able to just take care of myself as an individual. This home will allow me to be self-sufficient. It'll help me live my life. It gives me back some of my dignity to who I used to be. There is a waiting list for houses. This is the waiting list. There are a lot of people on that list, yeah. There are a lot of guys like me out there. Maybe too many. Gives you back your dignity, your pride, your self-perseverance. Thanks to Talented Towers, I'm going to have all these freedoms given back to me. Home, personal, safety, dignity, family, independence, confidence. The American dream, isn't it? Home. I'd like to ask you to contribute $11 a month to support their efforts. Please visit TomlinsonTowers.org. everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio i am your host john hollywood thank you once again for joining us we are live from dallas texas at all you need to know radio studios and uh, we're here every thursday live at 6 p.m on blog talk radio heard exclusively on blog talk radio if you happen to miss any of our shows make sure you go to instagram not instagram make sure you go to uh, spotify google play YouTube, um, Apple Music. We have a list of all these places, and we are going to post those on our show that you can listen to our shows on any place that you get your uh, podcast. And we're trying, we are just very humbled about that experience. So right now, we are going to extend our show for a little bit. We still have a song pick of the week to do that we definitely want to get to. Right now, mm-hmm. all you need to know is all you need to know radio investigate a company called Wayfair and American Idol, the original American Idol, Kelly Clarkson, calling Kelly Clarkson. Where are you, Kelly Clarkson? You are representing a company that has a pattern of not taking care of their customers. That's going to affect you eventually, my dear Miss Independent. I don't know about that right now. But right now, let's turn the microphone back over to Copperhead our special investigative reporter, that he can explain the remaining of this. Copperhead, the floor is yours. Let's talk about kind of where this has come from. In my investigations, we've gone all the way back to February 14th of 2012, where uh, Wayfair has acknowledged that they've uh, repeatedly incorrectly advertised prices on their product by error, and then they're claiming that the inventory is wrong, so they're canceling orders with their customers. Now, this was 10 years ago, and even as – soon as uh, this, this last April, we have another issue of that where they, you receive an email after the funds have been taken out of, your, out of your account, and you are left with nothing. And according to their terms and conditions, it says they can alter the nature of their sale at any time. So this is kind of one of those things that, as a consumer, to protect yourself, you need to challenge. Uh, according to uh, the FTC, this is bad practices, at least. And there's been several times that, that these companies, Wayfair and 
other big, large companies like this have come back to the customer once other entities are involved. And it's sad that it has to come to that, but that's why we have the, the Better Business Bureau. That's why we have the uh, uh, FTC to help us out with kind of swinging some of those guns. You can even call your state attorney general and have it documented on there so, this, so that when they see a pattern of this sort of stuff, they can deal with the corporations individually and not just individual small acts, but big sweeping changes. So the scary thing is, is that uh, the news cases that we're talking about, we actually got a chance to talk to Wayfair and ask them what was going on. And they've told us that their technology is not up to date with tracking one and two kind of inventory items. And that's shocking to us. So we actually talked into B&B, Triple B, sorry, Better Business Bureau, and said to them, uh, what does it take for these companies to be able to get to that point? Luckily, Wayfair reached back out to us. They've uh, made right this, this most recent sale. And we've also seen times where they've settled for out of court with um, big class action lawsuits. The challenge these days is that by using their websites, back to their terms and conditions, you're not allowed to file for class action lawsuits. But that's why you report to those big, large companies, BBB and uh, T, uh, trade com- trade uh, centers so that you can get those documented and they can go ahead and, and look at those for large for large scale violations, that sort of stuff. So this does have a, have a happy ending as far as our, our discovery goes is because there are resources that you have. You do not have to listen to terms and conditions that are written by a corporation that contradict what is actually fair, fair trade. You have an obligation as a consumer to help other consumers keep these companies fair and to keep them keep what they're saying accurate so just like we're talking about with donald trump in politics and we're now talking about corporations we have the power as people to vote (laughs) and to also go ahead and report these information so that we can get these uh corporations and large entities to be as fair to the consumer as possible john hollywood yes sir i'm here okay so that sounds like some good information right there make sure that before you know, one thing I would suggest, and I don't know that if I heard Copperhead because I had to step, step away for a second, if you are going to do business with this company, check them out with the Better Business Bureau in your state or city. Even though I personally don't like the Better Business Bureau because I've had dealings with them, and if you pay a membership, most of the time they will allow you to be a member. However, if you do consist of a pattern of not taking care of your customers, they will shut your account down. And if they give you an F rating, it does affect your, their business. Um, what I found most disturbing, Copperhead, about this entire thing is it sounded like that these people have, they're ready to deal with this, which means that they already know they have a problem and they're just hoping that no one else figures it out. And I think that and is that's bad what business. That's what I'm encouraging your listeners. If they have bad businesses, we want to hear about it, but we also want you to uh, share your stories with the Triple B and with uh, Federal Trade Act and your attorney general. Those three resources don't know what's going on until we tell them our stories. So those That's are the right. ways that we can – Tell them what I always tell you. Tell them what I always tell you. If there's not documented, it didn't exist, which means but that if, if you don't you tell the don't story – if it's, you're the last one that they need for what? changes for the company to look into the company and open up an investigation and actually file charges and possibly put the company out of business or get a consent decree showing that they will 
stop these types of practices or they will face millions and millions of dollars in fines. See, what they're doing, guys, from what my understanding is, Copperhead, tell me if I'm wrong, okay. they're doing what's called the old bait and switch. And they're hoping that people are just going to, oh, oh, they just ran out of that product. Okay, well, they're offering me this. But what you have to realize is they're offering you something that is much, 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 much more money than you would have paid in the situations that I have seen. And for me, that's just bad business. Bad business. Well, not just that, but the breach of contract, the bait and switch, deceptive all trade kind of practices, consumer protection practices. Right. It's all I kind mean, of in together, integrated together. And if that's what a company is built off of, they need to be documented in, and reported. And that's, once again, you're helping out yourself, but you're also helping out the next consumer and the next consumer. And it helps keep our businesses, American and abroad, healthy and, and fair. And, you know, a lot of these companies think they're too big to answer to anybody. They're wrong. The Federal Trade Commission, uh, just look at what they did to all the three major credit bureaus. These major credit bureaus are billion-dollar corporations. So the Federal Trade Commission goes in and files multi-million-dollar lawsuits against all three of them in court, and then they go to them for a stipulated agreement of a judgment and say, hey, we're willing to accept this type of settlement. And what ended up doing, I don't know if you've heard about this or not out there, America and around the world. I don't know if around the world makes sense. But in America, for the rest of your life, because of what the Federal Trade Commission did, you are able to get a copy of your credit report from Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, unless you live in Texas and at CSC. But you are able to get one of those for no charge. They have not added your credit score yet, so I invite you and encourage you to write to the Federal Trade Commission and your state uh, representatives and say, listen, we need to know our credit score so we can run our life and not have to pay all this interest in, uh, money and interest. Does Wayfair offer credit cards, Copperhead? Yes, and there's actually been some challenges with how they run their, their banking on some of that and what their uh, fair trade has been with some of their interest rates. Um, I don't have that in front of me. I'm, I don't want to lie about so that. So anything know. over like twenty one percent? Yeah, twenty one or twenty two percent. It's just amazing to me, and, and it's sad that we have to bring something out like this for them to actually do something. But you know the sad feeling that I get from this. Unless we stay on top of this, and I'm actually hoping you do, Copperhead, knowing you, they're going right. to just keep doing this. Because really, there's not really any penalty for them, because what people usually end up getting in the end doesn't really cost them anything. They probably have it built into their cost-effective loss of their business plan each year. Or some sort of insurance for when they think they're yeah. falling apart. Did you happen to check and see if they are insured? Um, I know they are because they do a lot of shipments. So there's definitely, as far as their shipping uh, platforms go, if, if something's damaged on the way, I, I know that they're insured as part of that delivery system goes. And that's so with all your experience, With all your experience and everything that you have gone through with this company, on a scale from A to F, what with the outcome? How would you rate it, and why? Uh, I would give them a strong D, because 
what I've recently learned with the April and January issues of them doing this bait and switch, it bothered me immensely. And that was already going down the tubes as far as how they handled that. But finding out that this has been going on for 10 years and they've still built up a practice and a uh, business model for cheating their consumers consistently, that's what bothers me is that, that multiple it's happened in Canada, it's happened here in the United States where they've had to uh, settle with different customers for different reasons at their own expense and its policies or, their, or change their technology at all. And comparing them, the reason I give them a, a D and not a full F is uh, comparing them to stuff like Amazon and eBay, we know the technology's there. We know that it's possible. And there are good things about Wayfair. They do have competitive prices. They are shipping furniture out, which is something that a lot of stores won't even touch because they're big, bulky items. So there are a few saving salvations for them. But as far as uh, customer service, as far as learning from their mistakes, as far as doing what's fair and right for the customer, that's, that brought them way down. D minus. I like that. I think that's fair. I think I would have given them an F minus, but that's just me. Um, so do you have anything that in talking to them, did they apologize to you? I mean, or was, how, how did they handle it when you, when you, when you contacted them telling them about the complaints we're receiving? Well, with the conversations that we have immediately, it's, it's shocking to me that, uh, you can, they, you can hear the words, I'm sorry so many times and they don't really mean anything. Uh, we got probably 200. I'm sorry, from several different people throughout the company without any action actually being taken. There, I understand, I'm sorry, and it's just wordplay. Uh, it, wasn't until, it wasn't until we were able to talk to the Triple B and get bigger entities involved that they felt obligated to actually have a conversation and dialogue. Uh, I think also the call, fact that we had done that one story earlier that week with all the hashtags and all the stuff we put on social media, I think it had to do a lot with that too. But I think that any consumer, they don't have to have the same platform as, as we have the access right. to, but they need to be able to reach out to those heavy hitters, the Triple B, the Texas uh, Attorney General, uh, sorry, your state's Attorney General and the uh, Fair Trade Commission, because those, uh, they, will make, they will hold them accountable. And having that, it doesn't work like a class action lawsuit, but they do have multiple uh, representations of where the laws are being bent or broken, and they'll help keep those companies straight. Uh, but my well, biggest struggle was when we would talk to somebody and they would say, I'm sorry, but my hands are tied. And you would ask to speak to a supervisor or somebody who could make some decisions. They would just flat out say, I, I'm the only person you can talk to. I don't have anyone over me that you can talk to. And it, that's not how customer service should be handled. If your no. hands are tied, you should be able to talk to somebody who has enough uh, resources or enough permissions to solve the problem. Yeah. So on top of everything else, they're lying to you about it. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. So, do you think this is something that they that might learn from at all? Well, this is why we made it such a big story here, is because clearly over ten years they haven't made enough changes. So, it's definitely something that needs to be brought to attention to your consumers out there. If you guys are using Wayfair, Walmart, Target, whoever you're using your online resources for, do what you need to do to make those documentations for bad business practices. Um, good, a lot of stores will go out of their way. I, I love Nordstrom and Neiman Marcus who have built a whole system on customer service. And if they find an error or if you bring something to their attention, they will go out of their way to fix it before you have to bring in, uh, in anybody else. But if you have a company who's not listening to you or not 
honoring what they promised you or just flat out doing something wrong, you can report that. You have resources. You have powers underneath you that are there to support you and not just take it with on the chin and with a grin, you know. We have Absolutely. you have every right as a consumer to consume and to have the have the resources available to you to hold those who are cheating you to that cheat. Like you to have them correct it or be fined or shut down or what never needs to happen. Absolutely. And if the Federal Trade Commission gets involved, they don't necessarily have to file a lawsuit against you. They can just threaten to file a lawsuit against you if you don't change your business practices, especially if you're doing things online. Because right now is when Congress and they're finally catching up with everything that's going in online. So uh, you got anything new coming up for us or what are you doing as far as investigating right now? Right now we're kind of going back through and seeing, uh, we're following up with the Wayfair, make sure that they are held accountable to what they're doing. We're going to keep notes on them and see, We, like I said, we want to hear from you guys out there, our listeners, and hear what stories you have. We want to see um, if, this, that's the easiest way we have to check on it is following up with you guys and helping you guys with some of this. So if you do have a story, we want to hear that. That's for sure. Um, well, right another now, thing we want to do definitely, and I don't know if I've told you this or not, Copperhead, but we are going to set up a Facebook page for all you need to know radio investigate. And anything in any company that we investigate is going to go on our Facebook page. And because I think that, in everything that I've looked at at other, at other businesses or uh, entities that investigate things, it goes on there, but then it doesn't go anywhere else. If we put it on Facebook, then it's not ever going to go anywhere. And we can also put what the resolution was. And maybe we can help somebody so they just don't feel like they're so overwhelmed by someone that's a big business and doesn't really want to help them. Because if, that, if you weren't as aggressive and knowledgeable as you are, and, you know, the back, the radio show and our social media and everything, plus your knowledge, I don't think anything would have got done. I, I would, I would think that knowing, knowing what I've shared with your, with your viewers, that we do have a choice as consumers, that we do have those entities built in to help us. So I think they would have eventually, but this did, did expedite some stuff. Yes. Well, we want to thank you so much and uh so guys if you want to uh give, give copperhead an idea for a story you can email him at all you need to know radio at gmail.com like i said within the next probably two weeks we will have a facebook page up that is all you need to know radio investigate that's a surprise to copperhead because i hadn't had a chance to tell him that i have it written down here um but i really think there needs to be a record of companies that are investigated I don't think that they just should just be investigated and then it goes out, goes away. You know what I mean? Right. I think and it needs to be and the consumers also record. need to know. Consumers also need to know well, they're they do, not the only you don't want to do like business with a company too. that you, you don't want to do business with a company that has the reputation of doing this over and over and again. And that's what I've seen is a pattern of behavior. If this was a criminal trial, this would be admitted because they really do have a pattern of behavior. So you want to say anything in closing to the to uh, our our listeners? Absolutely. You are not alone in this. If when it this is troubled times with the coronavirus and with COVID, with being separate from each other, and it can feel very isolated and very lonely a lot of times. And when it comes to trying to keep yourself safe, a lot of people have switched over to online uh, shopping, and that's become a huge commerce now 
uh, exponentially from what it was just a couple of years ago. So you need to know these tools so that you know as a consumer you're not alone. There are ways to help protect you, and we will help you with that wherever we can. Uh, so that these are resources that we're sharing to you to make you a better, better knowledgeable about how to shop online and how to shop online safely and what resources you have when you stumble across something that is, doesn't seem fair or doesn't seem right. Yeah, I think you also have something coming up about gift cards. Tell them a little bit about that, or do you want to not? You don't want to break that ice yet. Well, we're basically we're exploring some uh, avenues to do some giveaways on your show, and we're also going to be doing um, some uh, tips and tricks on how to cut corners on some of your costs. There's some really good avenues that uh, I have been discovering. I, you, you've watched the blog, you've seen a couple of them posted out there before. So we're going to give you some really cool tricks on how to maybe even cut like 10% off of your whole spending habit. What would 10% back to you look like? Any money back, especially during COVID, would be amazing. So, you know, it is what it is. And um, I'm glad that you took the time to really get into this uh, company. I don't like this company. I will never use this company. I'm very, very disappointed with Kelly Clarkson. Are you disappointed she hasn't responded to us? Uh, a little bit. I would, I would like to think that the spokesperson or the uh, – not spokesperson, but the, the sponsor of, the, of somebody of that would be able to speak towards what, what they enjoy about the company or what they don't and be able to be honest about it, yeah. I, I mean, it would be a simple um, email. I mean, it would just be something very simple. It would not have to be anything. Uh, I, I don't know. It just makes me think that she really doesn't care who she sponsors. And this is really not about Kelly. Hopefully, we will continue to reach out to Kelly Clarkson because I really would like to get her opinion because if I see television, we, we were running radio commercials for uh, Wayfair, and we have pulled those advertising. And until Wayfair puts their, gets their act together and gets their customer service department to where they actually care about their customers, I have no willingness to advertise them whatsoever. Copperhead, thank you so much. If you'd like to reach Copperhead at allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com in the subject matter, put Copperhead. Give us as much detail. If you have a story idea, we would, much, we would really love to help you and get you some help if we can. Copperhead, great job, and we will see you soon. All right, guys, I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. We are going to move on to our showcase of the week. And uh, let's tell it's actually our showcase artist. Let's tell you who that is. I wonder, have you ever heard of, let me think about this, because I haven't heard of her in a while. But uh, I bet you have. But tell me if you've heard of her. That is the one and only pop, pop, Princess of Pop, Britney Spears. And she, for the very first time in her conservatorship, is really starting to take charge. And you can actually see it in her posts on Instagram and things that are going on. She has requested that her father be completely removed from the conservatorship. And then he stops receiving any of his wealthy daughter's money. 
Um, I looked at her net worth. When I very first heard of Britney Spears, she was worth over $460 million. I looked at it today, and she's worth a little over $100 million. Nothing to bark at, but the bottom line is that she sold millions and millions of records around the world. She has, for the first time, asked her lawyers to ask the judge to clear the courtroom, and she wants to speak to the judge personally. That is a huge step for someone who's been in a conservatorship that has been told she doesn't have the mental faculties of being able to talk to a judge or anyone about her personal life. I believe Britney Spears is on her way to a huge comeback. I hear that we are about to have some incredible music. It's something to do with a rose is what I keep hearing, but we will see. So I am so excited about that. So here is a little bit more of, uh, you know, our Princess of Pop. Britney Spears, we are rooting for you. June 23rd is the day she will address the court. This is All You Need to Know Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. That is country music superstar Blake Sheldon. Is there anything Blake Sheldon cannot sing that just doesn't make it's passion? It's sexy. Oh my God. Love Blake Sheldon so much. And he's with Gwen Stefani. Just wow. Okay, our song pick of the week is by B- Billy Eilis. Uh, I-, I can't say her na- last name. It's I. Listen. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Bob Copperhead. Copperhead, pronounce this, uh, this incredible artist's name, please. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish, okay? And this is our song pick of the week off her brand new album. Now, if you are wondering and asking yourself, what could this incredible artist do to upstage her last album that won every single award you could have won on an album? Well, she sure did it because every time you saw Billy, you saw her in big, heavy clothes. Not this time. You see a sexy, all-grown-up woman but the music is still incredible. So the very first single off her new album, which has not been named as as far as I know, it's called Your My Future, and this is our song pick of the week for May 6, 2021. It's new, it's dangerous, and it's in your face. Billy Allison, My Future. Take a listen. <laughs> Yeah. 
right, guys. So that was Billy Eilish. My my power, or my future, excuse me, off her brand-new album. Go to iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you get your music. They are really on top of us, so we can only play about 30, 25 to 30 seconds of music, and then we've got to cut away. So thank you so much for uh, understanding that. But this is one of the artists that I cannot wait, and I actually will purchase her music because she is amazing. So speaking of amazing, and I am just a little bit, um, I don't know, I would say that I'm a little, it's a friend of mine, so I'm a little biased. You know this guy? But baby, you can dream while I drive Just tell me you'd go with me anywhere Take my hand and we'll wave goodbye As a All right, so I could play a lot longer of that because I actually do know Ty Herndon, but we won't take any chances. Ty Herndon will be at his first live performance in Texas Arlington, Texas, to be exact, May 12th, and he will be doing a meet and greet before the show. I just found this out today by talking to him. Go and join Paragon so you can get things. It's an official fan club. It's only 10 bucks a month. You get a T-shirt for just a little bit longer, and go and see Ty live. He's so amazing. We are going to try to make sure that we are live out there on Instagram for a little bit. The other thing that we're going to try to do is to give some tickets away on air. Just don't know how that's going to work because there's so much going on in Ty's life. But we are going to see what we can do. So very thankful to Almost Wars with Wars and None. If you have any problems and you need any help, go ahead and give them a phone call because They can help you. Call 972-866-4852. That is 972-866-4862. No, 52. 972-866-4852. Somebody pulled my computer away from me. Sorry about that. So, did you guys hear Prince? Because we're going to close out with Prince tonight. You know, he died. It's been... I actually was on tour with my sister when he died. I actually got to go through Paisley Park, and it was a dream world. But Prince died alone. Guys, during this pandemic, I'm going to warn you of a couple of things. One, keep wearing your mask. No matter what your dumbass governors or your people in government say, use your guts. Use your smarts. Until every single person is vaccinated or we are at herd immunity, don't put yourself in danger. Seriously, the coronavirus is still killing people. Just because it's not 3,000 people a day, I think that we need to still continue going on with that. All right? So enjoy Prince 1999. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Of All You Need to Know Radio, our show is brought to you tonight by American Wealth Group USA. American Wealth USA Group, excuse me, at 469 399
6390. Here is the print. Like it's 1990. 